There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition. Available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. The following is a special presentation of Amateur Nation. Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. Who invited the stand-up comedian over here? (laughs) I don't need an invite, it's my show. And welcome to a special presentation of Amateur Nation. This is episode 216. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but America under attack. As always, fans first. Shouts out to new fans on Instagram, Cara Jean, Alvaro, and Rosa DeBlois. If I'm saying her name correctly, I hope so. Shouts out to May453 and Cherry Support listening on SoundCloud. And a very special shout out to Don Irwin Rise, if I'm saying her name correctly, of Auburn, Indiana, who saw my Drybar Comedy Special, Amateur Nation, friended me on Facebook and said, Just saw your gig on Drybar. Loved it. I love your timing and gestures in your show, too. I've never gotten a compliment about my gestures, but I'll take it. I don't think you realize how not only compliments, but specifics like that really fuel all comedians. Thank you so much, Don. And more kind words from Evie Millicam, who also saw my Drybar special and said, You make me laugh so much that my cheeks start hurting. I'll take it. And I want to thank you all for making episode 212. This episode brought to you by Pfizer. Pfizer, bend over. The highest rated episode of Amateur Nation by a wide margin. It's only getting bigger and better from here. And this episode in particular will be rich with input from alert pros all around America and from other countries. Some who listen and follow this show. Starting with your post of the week. This comes from at Alex Speaks Freely. Confused, uneducated, unarmed, genderless, infertile, and addicted to feelings makes for a pretty weak society, almost like it was planned or something. 
and thus the content and title of this episode. This week, all three topics are about how America is under attack from within. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Topic number topic one. Number topic one. number one. Like the title of this episode says, America is under attack. And in my opinion, much worse than 9-11. I know what I said. I won't dignify qualifying that statement for those who think I'm disrespecting the dead from, at the time, the worst attack on American soil since Pearl Harbor. The attack America is currently under, and has been under since 2016, I'd say, is death by a thousand cuts, little by little, sometimes large scale, sometimes big cities, sometimes Nowhereville, USA, of varying attack strategies, and also, and this is important, from within, caused by our government. Notice how this administration wasted no time in diving in to destroying America from within immediately after Trump's leaving office since they got delayed from 2016 to 2020 under Trump. Guns don't kill people. The government does. Here comes a lot of food for thought, and I encourage anyone listening to this episode to find a 30 and under person who may not be listening but needs to hear the brutal truth so they might be spared a lifetime of anguish. Before we go any further... Know this, they, as in mainstream media and our current government administration, are made up of two groups, old people, in parentheses, who have been in place for decades, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and much of the swamp and deep state, put there for credibility. So the young people think, well, they're older, but they just get us. And to make sure the grassroots system stays in place since the destruction of America is a long-term goal taking several decades to instill, operate, and maintain. And the second group, younger people and politicians like AOC, Pete Buttigieg, and Ilhan Omar, diversity hires with no real skills in an effort to stir up the ever-burbling at the surface emotions of millennials in amateur nation. This ensures long-term destruction, power, and rule. This administration is appealing to mostly people 30 and under, but especially 18 and younger so they can A, brainwash and program them for when they're adults, as the information they get on TikTok, mainstream media, and now public schools and colleges will be the only information they know and or have access to, and B, to build a colony, a country, of easily manipulated and controlled, lazy, uneducated, emotionally, physically, and mentally ill, and thus dependent upon the government to literally simply keep them just alive enough to work for the government machine of communism, trick them into thinking they're happy and satiated via their emotions, physical, and sexual needs, and all the while using them for cheap labor to build the things the elite need and want to live in luxury. Let's start with how this administration simply hates and ignores America. Easiest, most recent example, the huge toxic explosion and spill from a freight train in East Palestine, Ohio, my home state. And since the creation of this episode, additional train wrecks in multiple states. Here's C.J. Pearson from PragerU with the broad strokes. 
environmental disaster that has been likened to Chernobyl has gotten very little attention from the mainstream media, leaving many residents of one small Ohio town, well, to wonder why. On February 3rd, a train carrying hazardous chemicals, including vinyl chloride, which is a highly toxic gas, derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. In a controversial decision, emergency responders purposely breached five cars to let out the vinyl chloride into a trench, which was then burnt off. Officials warned that the controlled burn would send toxic gases, phosgene, and hydrogen chloride into the atmosphere. And many criticized this decision, including Sil Casciano, a hazmat technician for 21 years who said, quote, we basically nuked a town with chemicals so that we could get a railroad open. A video that has since gone viral across the internet provides some insight into what has been happening on the ground. Massive train derailed Friday, 20 of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't... These aren't storm clouds. Now, the Environmental Protection Agency said Monday evening it had not detected any concerning levels of toxins in the air quality that can be attributed to the crash if the controlled burn was complete. But in the days since, local residents are pushing back on that, complaining of a burning sensation in their eyes, animals suddenly dying, and toxic odors filling the air. Famed environmental advocate Aaron Brockovich tweeted, quote, This is why people don't trust government. You cannot tell people that there has been and continues to be hazardous pollution contaminating the environment while at the same time saying all is well. Now I'd say never has there been a better example of the hatred and America last by this administration than the handling of this disaster, but there are so many examples. This latest one just seems to be at the forefront. I remember a time when, if an American city, regardless of size, had a man-made or natural disaster, the president, whoever he was at the time, would be on a chopper or a plane to see the damage himself, and aid would come right away via FEMA or the National Guard or federal aid almost immediately. How long did President Xi Jinping take before he sent diversity hire the incompetent Pete Buttigieg to go there and do nothing? And when he got there, he had another confrontation with reporters when asked if he'll apologize to East Palestine for taking 20 days to visit. Listen to this amateur first-class dodge not only a question, but an all-out insult regarding his incompetence and slow response time. American public doesn't seem to be very confident in your ability to do your job. Will you be resigning anytime soon? I'm not here for politics. I'm here to make sure the community can get what they need. Will you apologize, just, I, I want to be Will you apologize for the response? For the slow response taking your time? one of the big You'd think when someone questions your work ethic, your integrity, your ability, especially if you think you're doing a good job, you'd get a little defensive. He's a complete amateur. I know I would. My integrity and work ethic and reputation as a professional entertainer and a human being are important to me. This amateur knows he sucks. His lack of fight is his tell. And as I said last week, where's Greta Thunberg, Al Gore, John Kerry, and their fury over what's happening to the environment? This is the one time exploited child emotionally stunted Greta Thunberg is right. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. President Coloring Book himself said he has no plans to visit. As Alert Pro Sophie Corcoran mentioned on Twitter, how to be a good climate activist. Step one, own a private jet. Step two, lecture the poor. Step three, fly to Davos. Step four, give yourself an award. Step five, make rules to make the poor poorer. And step six, don't follow the rules yourself. 
As Alert Pro at the Marie Oaks on Instagram succinctly stated with a meme that shows the mushroom cloud over East Palestine on top and cows grazing on the bottom of the photo with this caption. So this is okay for the environment, East Palestine photo, but this isn't cows grazing. Are you awake yet? Movie famous Aaron Brockovich said, That community is going to have to rely on themselves, what they know, what they feel, and what their instincts are. Because at this point, I don't think anyone's trusting the information that's coming out. Funny how FEMA reversed their decision on not sending federal aid to East Palestine after Trump announced his trip to visit there. This post from at reset underscore talk on Instagram. Trying to understand why a train was carrying over 300,000 gallons of a chemical that was banned in 1974 and why that train derailed and was purposely set on fire and let burn for three days. On top of this disaster in East Palestine, Ohio, let's not forget per at Ian Smith Fitness on Twitter, five trains derailed, one truck spill, and now a massive five-acre industrial fire in Florida burning massive amounts of plastic. Seven ecological disasters in less than two weeks. The ramifications will impact America's food, water, and health for decades to come. We are under attack. Here's something to add on to that. On his post, of course, the fact-check Nazis came running with this. The U.S. has had more than 1,000 train derailments per year on average for decades. Oh, I'm relaxed now. Never mind. A. If this is true, what the fuck? B. If it's true, why no reports on this? I think any train derailment, regardless of the cargo, but especially of carrying toxic and deadly chemicals, should be newsworthy instead of, say, the non-existence of voter suppression and the systemic racism, for example. C. If it's not true, well, that would be just more fear COVID-type propaganda coming from this administration. D. If it is true, why isn't this Department of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg's top priority? Oh, that's right. He's on another maternity leave. I know what I said. E. So we're normalizing train derailments now? Just like myocarditis. It's common, so it's fine. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Fun fact from Unusual Whales on Instagram, one of my favorite accounts that I follow. Norfolk Southern made another 1.1 million cash donation to East Palestine, Ohio. They have already given 4.9 million in direct payments to 3,000 households, $6 million total. Yet, they paid more than 4 billion on stock buybacks last year. Their quarterly income is 1.3 billion. Go fuck yourself. Also from Unusual Whales, the EPA said the water in East Palestine, Ohio is safe to drink, but the water tested was sampled by the same company that caused the derailment, Norfolk Southern. The test did not comply with federal standards per the Huffington Post. The environment is falling to shit and you're all at fault. And how have the balloons coming from China that get shot down when Biden feels like it not been a bigger story? Hell, I'm still waiting for the truth on the bombing of the AT&T building in Nashville in 2020. Just because almost 3,000 people didn't die in one event like a 9-11 does not mean America is not under attack. A different attack angle on America from within. Hitting Americans in their wallets with manufactured scarcity, shortages, and inflation. See, gas. Still. 
Just because it's down from $5 a gallon doesn't mean you aren't being gouged. Other examples. President Coloring Book is considering adding new payroll taxes on income over $400,000 to fund Social Security and Medicare. 57% of Americans can't afford a $1,000 emergency expense per Fortune magazine. The average price for a new car in America has jumped to almost $50,000, up 30% since 2019, only four years ago. Credit card balances hit a record high of $986 billion in America. Home prices will fall another 15% over the next year as they remain too disconnected from buyer incomes and the supply of homes on the market grows. Oh, and after all this... Biden's going after servers and their tips. I mean, it would appear that waitresses are the one of the many groups the government fucks in the ass on a regular basis. All of the aforementioned information, once again, from unusual whales on Instagram. All verifiable information, by the way. They always cite their sources. And what about food shortages? At Tanya the Herbist on Twitter astutely noted, Anyone else notice how there's food shortages for what grows from the earth, but the fake food grown in a lab is still stocked on shelves? Nature is abundant and makes no mistakes. Humans do. This is by design. The government should not be deciding what we have the right to eat. But let's just keep sending money to Ukraine for their bio labs, child sex trafficking, and money laundering operation. America last. President Xi Jinping has had over two years in office. Does this sound like building back better? Oh, it takes time? Okay, so why do we not only have to go backwards with many giant steps first? How does any rational person think that this is the course to a better America? When in life, in American history, has this been the case? Answer, the Revolutionary War. And now this. Topic number two. Everyone's favorite subject, COVID crap. I'll let ProNation take the reins a bit here, starting with at Chris Pry Mod on Twitter. Prior to the pandemic, myocarditis in children was four cases per million. Current estimates are 25,000 cases per million. This is genocide. From Dr. Asim Malhatra on Twitter. New research reveals a 57-fold increase in miscarriages and 38-fold increase in stillbirths and fetal deaths after COVID mRNA jabs. And now this common headline involving a young professional athlete. Belgian soccer goalie Arnie Espiel collapses on field, dies at 25. From askmorequestions underscore 76 on Instagram, let's pretend for a second that these excess deaths are from COVID and not the clot shot. That would mean the vaccine is even less effective than they now claim. So either it's either killing people or it doesn't work. You can't have it both ways. Notice how Amateur Nation and the mainstream media no longer rant and rave demanding we get the shot. Where did their anger go? Where did the fervor, the diligence, the intensity, and conviction of their certainty of its effectiveness and how taking the clot shot is no longer a symbol of our humanity? Where'd it go? Easy answer. The wind changed. Their mood changed. And now pronouns are more important. No contrition, no apologies, no accountability, and worse, no shock and outrage at being duped, poisoned, sickened, and possibly killed. Hollywood actor Woody Harrelson recently was on Saturday Night Live delivering his monologue and dropped the bomb on Amateur Nation talking about a script that he read. Okay, so the movie goes like this. 
the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? So go back there. So he says the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media. And lo and behold, the day after his monologue, the media, Rolling Stone, Huffington Post, Variety Magazine, The Daily Beast, all had headlines where they said Harrelson spread conspiracy theories and anti-vax messages, despite proof of the very thing of which Harrelson spoke. We see Pfizer sponsoring the Grammys, the Super Bowl, control the medium, and thereby you control the message, and you control the thinking. It's the old deny-till-you-die strategy. Two plus two equals five. Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci Mengele enjoyed an increase in personal wealth from $7.6 million to $12.6 million during the pandemic. Did your wealth increase by 65% during that time? Oh, by the way, we now know for a fact that COVID was leaked from a Chinese lab. I know, I'm racist. Anytime you call out a person, group, or a country for committing a crime, for example, a crime against humanity, unless they're white, it's somehow racist. Non-white people get a pass. As at reset underscore talk perfectly said, no one, not a single one of us, regrets not taking it. I've had and heard people say they regret it. Hell, just last week, I played audio of that poker player caught on camera with a hot mic while playing poker that he regrets getting the untested gene experiment and now has chest pains. But I've never had one friend or associate who didn't get the jab express that they wish they had had it. And that includes my mom, who got seriously ill with COVID in 2021 during Christmas at age 73 and bounced back and is now fine. I mean, as at running dot with underscore wolf said on Instagram, since we're going into year three now of the pandemic, shouldn't all the unvaxxed be dead by now? Should there be another pandemic, another virus panic, Amateur Nation will absolutely double down and be even more determined to stay inside and mask up and close their business and get untested drugs jammed into the first available limb. They will have learned nothing. They will die with what they think are principles, but rather are weakness, submission, and a lack of critical thinking and common sense, all of which are fueled by emotion, mostly hate. Now here's an older audio clip that does have corresponding video, by the way, with a voice you just may recognize. I talked to you before about the future. It's not very far off the horizon that if we don't get one disease under control, you may find legislative bodies taking whole classes of people based upon propensity of conduct to say, we're going to put you in a certain category. We're going to demand mandatory testing. Said now President Joe Biden, smiling the entire time. Now you're just trying to piss me off. I'd like to ask you to text one person, especially a young person, this message. You gotta listen to Amateur Nation. Or copy and paste the episode link and send it to someone. If you need 30 solid minutes of funny, watch my Drybar Comedy special, Amateur Nation, at drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. 
Find me at LouSantini.com and at LouSantini on YouTube. At LouSantini, especially on Sneak Peek Thursdays with a 60-second preview for next week. I'm also on Truth Social, kind of new on there, at LouSantini3. The third angle in which America is under attack via topic number three is next. Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Hey, pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the no amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please at $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half off no amateurs t-shirt today. Time's a bit of a factor here, so as much as I'd like to spend the day murdering all of you, I'm afraid we need to press on. Topic number three. Hit me! The third prong of the attack on America is less tangible than attacking our health, our money, and our infrastructure. Now, you've heard me say how I will never use the W word again, but I must in this case for clarity. Wokeness means weakness in America. Wokeness is 100% weakness. I replace the word woke with the more accurate communism which in today's world, modern communism is really totalitarianism mixed with capitalism for the elite only. The following are characteristics of wokeness, in no particular order. As I said, weakness, lack of critical thinking, virtue signaling. Coping! Wait, what are we doing? High emotionality, denial of truths and facts, feelings over facts. Lack of accountability, avoidance of hard work, easily upset or triggered, claiming hate speech for anything they don't like, agree with, or understand, relying on others to do for them. If people don't like or notice them, labeling the public's response to whatever their problem is as something phobic. Help! Help! I'm being repressed! Relying on the government to provide. Expecting more for less or little effort. I like everything handed to me. I'm just like a kid. Right, an overgrown kid who can't take care of himself. An expectation of a life of ease. Not an easy life, but a life of ease. Racism disguised as humanitarianism. Kindness and caring for humanity on the surface only. An overall lack of happiness and feeling of being oppressed. Memorizing rhetoric and jargon. 
Going along with whatever is popular. C. Changing your profile pic on Facebook to a black box to support Black Lives Matter without doing any research or critical thinking. Now replace with a Ukraine flag. Following trendiness and being trendy. Doing what's popular rather than doing what you think is right. Putting self above your community, your state, your country, despite verbalizing the opposite, meaning plenty of rage, riots, protests, and calls for change, but no real action taken. Plenty of victimhood. <laughs> don't forget the anxiety. Oh, Jesus Christ almighty, I'm going fucking crazy. They're the only ones with problems. Instant gratification and selfishness. I want somebody to pay a little attention to me. Do you suffer from any of the aforementioned symptoms? Then you may have undiagnosed wokeism. Unfortunately, treatment and cure is entirely up to the patient. See my book. Or is that the good news? Actually, this would be the one time I wish there was a vaccine to cure it. If I didn't think it would cause antlers to grow on former amateurs. But then again, at least we know who the former amateurs were. On the other hand, the idea that amateurs would just rather take a pill or get a shot to stop being an amateur is right up their lazy alley. After all, amateurs hate effort. And let's not forget, demanding free goods and services whenever possible. If you're relying on handouts, you're not in control of your life. You're letting other people decide how you live. And the sad part is, amateur nation is okay with that. That's where the weakness comes in. Amateur Nation has no fight. Oh, they scream, yell, post TikTok videos, cancel people and businesses, and of course protest. Tell them, Hank. Protesting is a last resort after all proper channels have been exhausted. Unless, of course, you're the French or movie stars who've fallen on hard times and need attention. Did I miss anything? These are the people and groups of people to which the government, the powerful corporations, and the mainstream media are giving the voice, are giving the most power. For three reasons. They are the noisiest because they are the most emotional and easily influenced. They are the youngest and therefore are used because they have the most free time. They are the laziest and therefore won't question anything the powers that be thrust upon them. Amateur nation, young amateur nation, if you're listening, you do realize you don't have to do and or mimic everything you see on social media, TV, and movies, right? You do get that that's not reality. Of course you don't. You're being insulted, used, exploited, and yes, sacrificed, young amateur nation. And they know you're too stupid to do anything about it. Prove them wrong. And if you're a young person listening to this episode, just wait until one of the items on the Three Pro Things segment, maybe a little chilling foreshadowing will wake you up. Amateur Nation claims to be brave, bold, strong, empowered, pioneering, breaking glass ceilings, breaking down barriers. And then they get hired solely based on whatever problem, identity, color, sex, sexuality, or other specific problem or handicap they're oppressed over, and then they suck at their job. Again, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Slingblade, Harris, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, Katanji, I don't know what a woman is, Brown Jackson, to name a few, all incompetence. I almost forgot a characteristic of wokeness. They're lone wolves. They don't need jobs. The government will provide. They don't need family, husbands, wives, children. They just need themselves. Okay, themselves and the rest of the world to celebrate them. Take, for example, this brilliant post by Ben Shapiro. And I quote, 
The top song in the country right now is Flowers by Miley Cyrus. The entire premise of the song is that loneliness is good and the only person you ever need is yourself. And if your relationship is falling apart, that's good too. He says breakup songs are a staple of the music industry. However, they used to be about how the relationship wasn't working out anymore instead of broad statements about how the best person for you is you. Apparently, you can hold your own hand, write your own name in the sand, and talk to yourself like a crazy person, according to Miley Cyrus. Her song raises the question, why have a relationship in the first place? Relationships require you to exist outside yourself and not be self-absorbed and self-possessed. We also tend to believe that love in a relationship is some internal feeling existing inside one person. That is not the way it works. Love is built in the negotiated space between two people. You might think I'm making more of the song than most people when they listen to it. However, the preemptive strike in Flowers is you are better off alone. And if there is going to be somebody else, they have to accept everything about you without question. So we now have an entire society of lonely, isolated people. 60% of men say they are no longer in a relationship. Some 40% of women say they are not in a relationship. People are not getting married. People are not having kids. People are not building families. And the question is, do they seem really happy to you? Miley Cyrus does not look like a particularly happy person. Her life story does not seem to be a happy one. Yet our cultural betters continue to push self-absorption and loneliness upon all of us. End of quote. Amateur Nation, via wokeness, has attacked manhood, masculinity, and strong fathers at every turn. Few families on TV, and if they are, they're a mishmash of various cultures, ages, races, and sexualities, so networks can fill quotas and think that they're appealing to everyone. Women? <laughs> you mean egg donor, right? I mean, anyone can be a woman now, even men, even boys. Motherhood? Get an abortion and be free. You saw Chelsea Handler's video of A Day in the Life of a Childless Woman, yes? I mean, she's the benchmark of happiness. She does whatever she wants and wakes up in a beautiful home. Easy to do with the $35 million net worth that she sold her soul to get. Because she ain't $35 million of funny, or pretty, or interesting. And by the way, it's okay for her to have $35 million via the capitalism way, just not you, or the rest of us. Hollywood is special. In fact, gender, in general, is under attack. It's fluid. It's everywhere. It's anywhere. It's anything. All this time, since the dawn of man, sorry, since the dawn of they, the world has had it all wrong. All this time. All those comedians with the hack opening line, but men and women are different, aren't they? Had it all wrong. Turns out, as Amateur Nation chants, we are all just people. Just people. We are nothing special. Well, you aren't. You, listening to this podcast, they, the gender fluid, the oppressed, the non-white, non-straight, non-married, non-religious, are special. And this attack on men, women, and yes, children, in the form of medicating them, vaccinating them unnecessarily, grooming them, nurturing them on a steady diet of computers and social media, using them for the sex trade, objectifying them, see Balenciaga, exploiting them via child porn on pre-Elon Musk Twitter, programming them in our public schools and sexualizing them on social media, the attack on men, women, and children with prescription drugs, beating us all down mentally and emotionally, allowing drug cartels to get into our country more easily with the Chinese-made fentanyl crisis. Crisis. It's all about depopulation. 
What other reason could there be? It's estimated that between 240,000 and 325,000, I'll say that again, between 240,000 and 325,000 children are sex trafficked in the U.S. That's supposed to be the other countries. We're supposed to be the good guys. The movie Taken is right here in America and the Virgin Islands. And we still don't have, at the airing of this episode, even one fucking name on the Epstein Island client list. Don't these children deserve justice, answers, closure? Act for America said it well. People worry about the kind of planet we're leaving for our kids. Time to consider what kind of kids we're leaving for our planet. Amateur Nation thinks taking care of children means if they're lucky enough to escape abortion, it means grooming them, exposing them to any and all forms of sexuality as early as possible, sexualizing them, programming them with the public education programming and propaganda system, feeding them woke nonsense via social media, TV, and movies, medicating them when they're depressed, keeping them lethargic, emasculating the males, entitling the females, making men and women adversarial, and promising them a life of ease. By the way, how's that free college coming? As at TJMo28 said on Twitter, Wokeness is nothing more than desperately searching for victimhood in every situation and avoiding personal accountability at all costs. Oh, dead on. To sum up, I go back to Ben Shapiro who said in a list, and I love me some lists, the four steps of the media Democrat narrative strategy, or I would just call it amateur nation. Number one, here are the steps. Ready? Number one. No, that's not true. Denial through censorship. I saw this from the Australian Conservative Libertarian Group. Censorship is the tool used when the lie loses its power. Number two, you're crazy if you think that might be true. Name calling and persecution slash cancel culture. Number three, okay, it might be true, but not how you think. No facts to support themselves. Number four, Okay, it's true how you thought, but what does it even matter anymore? And then it's on to the next distraction or oppression or denial of a conspiracy theory. My advice to America's youth. The very idea that you can't grasp the idea that some people literally have sold their souls for huge salaries that require them to keep the anti-America propaganda machine going proves that you have a soul and thus are a conservative Republican. Face it. Turns out you do know right from wrong and do have a moral compass. Now imagine someone who doesn't. That's those working in the media, the government, and big corporations who took money over principles. They know they're anti-American. They know they're selling out America. They don't care. You, in your denial of their behavior, show that you care. You are not them. All right, we'll lighten things up a tiny from the a la carte menu. Here we go. This joke by pro Steve Frick. What's white, higher than a weather balloon, and owned by China? Hunter Biden. Sometimes things that are funny to everybody 
are not really funny at all. How come a lot of amateurs insist that God is a woman, but they're cool with Satan's toxic masculinity? Ever notice when it comes to pregnant men, they're usually millennials? You just don't see a lot of 50-year-old pregnant men, because that would just be weird. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, it's brilliant. No! It's just dumb! Hey, did you know March 14th is Steak and Blowjob Day? Literally created as a response to the more female-focused Valentine's Day. But since we no longer know what a woman is, what's the difference? As of this episode, $123 billion has been sent to Ukraine, and President Xi Jinping is guaranteeing pensions and welfare for Ukrainians. Double what the entire world has given them. That's more than all U.S. military aid to South Vietnam from 1956 to 1975. Chicago's former mayor, Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot, lost to a straight white man on the last day of Black History Month. <laughs> and speaking of horrible, corrupted leaders, California Emperor Gavin Newsom finally ended the state of emergency after only 1,091 days. Everyone can return to their normal lives now. Nothing has changed. California is asshole. What have I been saying? Time now for three pro things. Three things that are done right. Number one. Okay, here's one of my favorite pros in professional sports. Former Boston Celtic Turkish-American NS Freedom on Lakami James's stats after James recently broke the all-time scoring record. Here's what he said. 38,388 points. Zero morals. Zero values. Zero principles. Zero empathy. One, bow down to China. Number two. After hearing about how America and Americans have been under attack, especially since 2020, this spot-on, I hope it happens, post from at Sparta Justice on Twitter. It is the vaccinated that will exact justice on the liars and deceivers because their lives and lives of their loved ones have been permanently destroyed. Everyone who partook in the most horrific crime on humanity will have nowhere to hide. The COVID vaccines will be their end. I hope so. Number three. And this video audio message by Tasha Fishman, who goes by at unschooling our kids on Instagram and her message to her fellow Canadians or Chanadians. This message is for all Canadians and our brothers and sisters down south. Can we just briefly touch on the Canadian I'm sorry culture? You know the one, where Canadians have been conditioned to apologize for absolutely everything because we're so damn polite. I remember being told when I was a kid and getting the impression that our American counterparts were mostly rude, narcissistic, wonder-bread-eating, gun-loving degenerates. And us, of course, as Canadians, were the peaceful, polite, progressive, against gun ownership citizens because of course we had better communication skills such as i'm sorry in my 20s when i traveled abroad i was encouraged to wear a canadian flag on my backpack in order to differentiate myself from the americans i'd be known as polite and in fact i'd be considered more safe well how's that working for us now canada the same government who's trying to take our rights and freedoms away is doing so right now unapologetically it's quite the double standard, don't you think? 
Honestly, our American brothers and sisters had it right all along with their Second Amendment. It wasn't because of a lack of progressiveness. It was in case they were amidst a overreaching tyrannical government takeover. They weren't rude. They just didn't buy into a culture of, I'm sorry for existing government. They're actually our last standing hope. Oh, one bonus pro thing. My favorite sport, the NHRA is back starting March 12th, baby. I hope you enjoyed this special presentation of Amateur Nation. Please, at the end of this show, just text one person, especially a young person, this message. You gotta listen to Amateur Nation or copy and paste the episode link. I want to thank all the contributors uh, that I quoted uh, with their posts, the alert pros that contribute to the show. Subscribe to at Lou Santini on YouTube or Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook. This show is growing fast and you can help spread a real progressive movement. Free No Amateurs Tease, by the way. If you contribute to the show, email me, lou at lousantini.com. Don't forget to catch my Dry Bar Comedy Special, also called Amateur Nation, because Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big, major production. Sometimes things that are funny to everybody are not really funny at all.